5: You know, in a world filled with pandemics and riots and political derision, I think we've lost sight of the real problems in life.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And the newest one has reared its jolly old face.
6: <laughs> or there's, hasn't. There's or a hasn't. Santa,
5: right Santa shortage <laughs> is hitting the USA. So the supply chain's have truly been cut off. Ralph, this is something we should be to- concerned about?
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
8: We There's not enough be-
5: microchips to make the... Uh... <laughs> make
7: the animated Santas anymore. Yeah, exactly. The animatronic <laughs> Santas are gone.
5: Santa Claus may not be coming to town when he's called out for parties and festivals this Christmas season because of a national worker shortage, not to mention, you know, the COVID-19 right. Yeah, I have
8: a feeling that has a lot to do with
5: it, the COVID. Yeah, well, the nation's major shopping malls have already signed the best Santa Clauses on the contracts. Uh, so the is that like you're getting, yeah you're, you're getting the uh, <laughs> the third tier Santa. Yeah, you're getting the bad Santas <laughs> everywhere else.
7: You're getting the Santa. Yeah, you're getting the Santa that that's, you smell. Yeah, the that. smell like grandpa. I
5: mm-hmm. love that line from uh, Night at the Opera with the Marx Brothers, where they're going over the contract, and Groucho has the standard contract, and and Chico's the the attorney for the yeah. for the opera singer, and he's like. I don't understand this part. And he goes, well, it's the party of the first part. I don't like it. Take it out. So they take it. And the final thing is literally where he signs his name. And he goes, what's this last bit? And he goes, "Why? it's just the simple sanity clause. And he goes, everybody knows there's no such thing as a sanity clause. <laughs> and they tear it out as well. But here we face a major oh, issue with all of the good Santa Clauses signed. There just aren't enough good people out there willing to put on the red suit and beard and become... A Santa's helper. And
7: here's your solution.
5: Okay, let's hear it.
7: This is why you want a conservative Jewish community in your area. Because they, <laughs> the fellas always keep the beards. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom, we dye a little, little powder sugar. <laughs> you, you know, and, and they'll work. They work. They work. They there you go. You recruit them. Boom. Done. We still have Jewish Santa's.
5: Jewish Santa's. Well, yeah.
8: half of the uh, beloved classic Christmas movies and songs were written by Jews. So why not? That's right.
5: It doesn't really matter where they come from. Neil Diamond's Christmas album.
8: It would be hoy hi, 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 hoy. hoy. <laughs> <laughs> hoy, hoy,
5: hoy. <laughs>
1: bench on a bench. That's right. right. There you go. Uh
5: Like so many other things this season, the demand is outpacing the supply. Even for Santas for hire, who can make a lot of money for their services. How much do you think a Santa for hire makes,
7: with or without tips?
5: Do they get oh, tips? Yeah. Oh, they should. You should. I don't Why think would Santa you? Gets tips. Wait, gets get tips? Wait, Vegas they'd get tips. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, yes. You, they should yeah. put a jar out. You know, give it. Put a deuce in there. Right. You don't want to tell people to put a deuce in. Them. No,
7: <laughs> you don't. Well, pot. you know You want a deuce in. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I sure true. do. You know what a deuce is? <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. A 20 it's also, bill. It's also right. the other thing. So what's a right. Come most really, people when you why? say <laughs> uh, A deuce, they think Okay. The poop. Then put two sawbucks in. Two All
5: right. Sawbucks, boy. Two sawbucks. Okay, granddad. Two sawbucks. Got a couple of sawbucks. Uh, let's see, it says Rather than earning their pay in cookies and milk Typical Santas can draw $30 an hour But more experienced Santas Especially those who actually grow their own beards And don't need fake padding mm-hmm. So this, honey, I'm staying fat And continuing to go gray Because it's 150 an hour wow. I'm telling
1: you, honey You would make a fantastic Santa I'm not
7: <laughs> You'd make a great Santa with that beard No, you don't
1: no, have enough got beard grow. No, no,
5: if I, When I grow it in, it's white it is. Hard? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just one holdout of brown in my mustache. Mm. We can take my, care l- of that. My last vestiges of youth. <laughs> <We'll laughs> i got get this patch out. right here <laughs> that's, right.
8: that's gray, and it's going to go. <laughs>
5: that's how it started with me. I had two. They look like dime Size spots yeah, exactly. on the bottom yep, of my right goatee. On the bottom left then for within me. And within a few years, they were nickel, then quarter. Mm-hmm. Now my face is just turning white. For some reason, how it goes. Oh, 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 so $150. Uh
7: dollars so what, how much you, How much you make over a, you know, a two-week period?
8: Yeah, that's a, I mean, if you're working 40 hours a week, you know, you can make $10,000. You
7: know, it's not enough to carry over the whole year. It's not like a concession still, at the state fair.
5: That's, well, it depends on how much you're willing that's to. That's why
7: you put the tip jar out.
5: Yeah. Well, but
8: there's no taxes at the North Pole, so
5: <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. That is true. That the is heating,
1: true. The and, heating bills, though, have oh, to be outrageous. That's, yeah,
7: that's true.
8: Property
5: you can get pretty cheap still there. They haven't yeah. had that house-flipping issue no. up
7: at the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> and the property taxes are very low. Demand yeah.
5: is extremely low yeah, on the North Pole. You don't have
1: much waterfront property or anything, so you just got to pay for plowing. Or... Oh,
5: listen to this guy. Across the board, I've seen an uptick in the number of requests, but once I'm full, I'm full. That's what Doug Eberhardt, a Santa based in Charlotte, North Carolina, told The Post. I've already got 92 gigs booked between today and Christmas. <gasps> That's and if you have 92 haul. gigs... And if he's one of the good ones, let's just say he's at a hundred bucks an mm-hmm. hour, mm-hmm. and if he's doing an eight-hour shift, yeah, for ninety-two days, that's not a bad deal. Well, It's
7: not ninety-two days; he has ninety-two gigs, right? Because well, there's not ninety—they're that... not ninety-two days between now. And oh, that's, that's, true. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, you that's... doing your
5: math. Doing your math. You and your your new science and math, doctor.
7: Uh, I think we got thirty days because he's gonna, so he's going to work round the clock.
5: Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, that's what Santa does. Well, but, but
7: how many Midnight Santas are there?
5: There should, oh, that'd be a great Midnight name of a movie, Santa, Midnight Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Santa. I like it. It's the follow-up to Midnight Cowboy.
7: That's right. Midnight. Yeah. Oh, no, please.
5: <laughs> Another company, Hire Santa, which uh, provides Santa clauses and Mrs. clauses, have been turning away people's requests for weeks. Honey. I'm untapped tally. market. I'm, I'm, it. I'm turning.
7: I do understand turning away requests. I thought there they weren't Santa.
5: That's what they're saying is they're getting requests that they have to say sorry, Ralph. I can't do a Santa at your party because yeah. all my oh, guys okay. are booked yeah. and gal. Oh, so, well, 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 there's Santa's agent.
7: There's Santa's There's Santa agents. Apparently. Of course. Yeah, the company
5: yeah. is called Hire Santa, all one word. Huh. Oh, so there you. Hire pro- Santa.
7: There's a problem. So there. How much goes to your agent? I don't know. It, it, yeah, that's 15 true. Fifteen to twenty five percent goes to your agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but still
8: hundred dollars an hour.
7: Take 10%. $85, (laughs) $85, and they're going to take their taxes. You're only going to... I don't know if this is worth it. (laughs) No. I guess if you're only working a month a year, then, you know. Yeah, so instead of $10,000, you're getting $5,000. Well, well, you know what
5: I would do is I'd start marketing myself in June. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, that halfway mark, it's a good time to check in with Santa. Mm -hmm. Make sure everything's on the straight and narrow. Come on out and meet with Santa this June.
1: You could even do, like, Santa appearance Christmas in July. You could show up in uh, shorts and a Bermuda shirt. You've seen me
5: in shorts. Nobody (laughs) wants to see (laughs) (laughs) me No, that ain't going to happen. Or you, do, awesome. or you start
7: the virtual Santa.
5: Hey, hey, Oh, my God. Santa. Here's where the story turns dark. There you oh. go. This is your midnight Santa story. <laughs> then there's COVID. The disease has hit the pool of potential Santa Clauses hard because many people who play Santa are also high risk. Yep. Because they are generally older men and have that bowl full of jelly physique that puts them in danger.
6: That, yeah.
5: Several hundred Santas and Mrs. Clauses over the last 18 months have passed away.
6: And that's just a
5: tragedy," it. said Higher Santa founder Mitch Allen. Not all of them died of COVID, he stressed, but still, there are many Santas who are worried Whoa. about having children who haven't gotten their shots sitting on their laps. Well, even if they got their shots, I mean, kids are where you're going to get diseases from. So, oh,
8: yeah. so
7: that's a, that's a standard risk. I would, when I when I rolled onto the general surgery service, yeah. I rolled on the general surgery service when I when I was you know in residency, I, I was on there for three months. And everybody says, Oh, you know, you, you might you're gonna get sick when you get on that service. And I wash my hands. I was sick for three months solid. Three months solid. One cold would clear up, another one would start, and we're just like back to back to back to back. I go Oh, it was the worst thing ever. They kids are nothing but cesspools. Well to be we, fair,
8: you were getting what, three hours of sleep a night? So Oh
7: no, I was getting I was getting enough sleep, but oh, that was you? that wasn't the issue. It was those kids are just Absolutely, factories. Well, I've oh, got.
5: We had eight kids mm-hmm. in seven. Was it seven different schools?
8: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
5: So each kid is in a whole new gene pool of bacteria, and then mm-hmm. they come home, and yeah, every year I was getting my ass kicked. Get yeah. every strain of the flu all yeah, at once, right. and you know, <laughs> it, it, and
7: they're eating their own, eating each other's boogers, or eating each other's saliva. There, oh, yeah, the other their stool day, uh, on their finger. I mean, it is uh, a god awful, yeah. terrible. That's that's, but that's a good thing. It builds up that microbiome. Yeah. Fawn and Sage were over at our house a couple weeks ago,
8: and Sage found some floss. and He started flossing his teeth, like, you know, fake. He doesn't know how to floss his teeth, but he was trying his best. And then Fawn and Sage started sharing the same (laughs) piece of floss. Yeah. And I was like, You're just going to share that floss,
7: huh? That used floss was laying on the floor and
8: in the garbage
5: garden. I don't remember one person's garbage is another man's treasure <laughs> so that little bit of uh chicken that came out on yeah. sage's floss fun i enjoy that that's, that's right
7: yeah. smack there are Yeah, you know, my grandson he we grabbed a handful of snow last winter and shoved it in his mouth and started spitting out the dirt uh, because <laughs> it was in, the, in there and there's a dog running around
8: uh, yep yeah. i mean it is i remember one time when Mom i was very fudgicles very young are like frozen
5: poop on a stick you know. <laughs>
8: When I was very young, I was—I couldn't have been more than five years old. I remember running into the house and saying, Dad, look, I found some golden snow oh. in my hands in the house. He started yelling at me to get that out of the house, and I'm like, why? It's gold. It's gold. There you go, Steve. I didn't know. I thought it was gold. Yellow gold, rich. Texas yep, piece. Exactly.
7: But you had matured to the point where you realized you don't eat gold. I did not eat you it. You don't <laughs> eat gold. It's far
5: too valuable. Yeah, you There, you go, there you go. Yeah. Have you seen that new commercial? What, I, don't, I can't even tell you what the branding is on this, but this family, they've got all these snowmen in their front yard, and the brother's out bashing them all with a baseball bat, and the little girl runs out and grabs the baby snowman, takes it in and sticks it in her freezer. Yeah, I don't, I don't
7: mm-hmm. get that whole head. Right,
5: hold on. So she saves him. The yeah. power goes out in their house during a storm during the summer. She lays there next to the freezer to make sure nobody opens it. Mm-hmm. So it's just this whole thing. And then it's like, it's that time of season. You get to see friends you haven't seen in a while. And she takes them out of the freezer and they put them out in the front yard and the family's all standing there. And a kid <laughs> on a bike slams into it, yeah. just blows it up and they all look at each other. And then they just start forming a new one. And, uh, I, I can't even tell you what the commercial's for, but it's like, there's what the pro- a dark, bleak-ass commercial.
7: And there's the problem with current commercials. That's how all you, commercials are, you yeah. You do not remember the product. No. They make these ads funny and things like that, oh, so draw your attention, and you don't remember yeah. the product. I
8: can't tell you how many times someone said that exact same thing. They're like, oh, this funny commercial, I don't know what it's for, but it was so funny. It's like, well, then what is the point of it. It's a commercial. Well, I
5: think that's why they've strayed away from the comical commercials during Super Bowl. They Super were getting Bowl, a lot of eyes on was, yeah. them, but people would watch them and then not remember what brand. The was...
8: ultimate Super Bowl commercial of all time was the High Life commercial. Oh, it was an apple. Half asshole. a second long. It's just High Life.
5: That's it. That's and the They probably commercial. spent a quarter of a million dollars. They probably dollars. spent,
8: yeah. yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars on that. But that's like the exact opposite of what we're talking about. Because yeah. that was just – the brand was the entire thing, and I still remember it to this day. Whereas, yeah, I could I could name 20 commercials I thought were funny in the past year, and I could tell you maybe five of them what they were actually for.
7: And Andy, they're all about the brand. Yeah, That's the only thing that's important. Is that's, that's why when I say YouTube, YouTube yeah. runs these commercials, and they don't and, – and you can skip the commercial after five seconds or ten seconds, but they haven't presented the brand within that five to ten seconds. Yep. you got to start, start with off. the brand. they're just missing the point last Christmas.
8: We saw this commercial where this girl goes into like this enchanted clock and like she meets her dead grandpa or something. It was like three minutes long and it was for like Twizzlers or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) At At the end of it, we're like, what the hell? This doesn't make any sense.
7: I know yeah. a lot of that stuff. You know these ad people; they got to come up with something. Hey, here's our ad. Yep. Yeah, I can just see the pitches. Oh, the pitches <laughs> must. Well, the confusing ones that don't get get made. How bad are they?
5: Well, you know, mm. you know what we miss in commercials, and I should, I'm saying this broadly, but good jingles. Remember, you'd walk oh, away. Yeah. You don't have to see it. You remember the old "I'd like to buy the world a Coke." Mm-hmm. You remember that song? You remember that vibe? That happy feel? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I always say, and I had this hit me at a very early age and I think this was right after I'd become a dad there was a McDonald's commercial and it was the dad taking his daughter to her school dance and then he picks her up and they all get in the car and the girls are like you know Johnny's gonna be at McDonald's and the little girl kind of looks at her dad and he you know kind of gives the head nod and they drive up to McDonald's and as they get there they all start to get out of the car the dad gets out and she goes dad you're not coming in are you and he goes oh no no and then a few minutes later, you see him sitting in the car, kind of reclined, and he's got the fries on the dashboard, and he's eating the fries, <laughs> and he's watching the little girl interact with the little boy, and uh, and they, you know maybe like they're twelve years old, and then finally the little girl turns and looks out the window and mouths, "I love you, Dad." Oh, I still get choked up talking about this thing thirty years later, and I'm like, "That's a great commercial," and yeah. they used to have heart, and and I, you know, good funny commercials and stuff like that. You get it, but it's if you walk away and I have no clue what the hell this was, and that sold heart, that sold, mm-hmm. you shared a special moment. Remember McDonald's, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, right. it worked."
7: That's right. Well, yeah, well, and that's that's a whole point about McDonald's. McDonald's is all about special moments. That is the key part, and there's. And that's that's my that's that's my beef with Los Angeles limiting the number of McDonald's can be in ghetto areas because Mm -hmm. that is the special moment for many kids and many families who Mm -hmm. live in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. And they turn a blind eye because it is a true thing. That's a a social building, family building, kid building kind of thing there. And no, they they were going to take them out. But. Yeah, McDonald's is about that because that is a special thing for so many kids those, and so many families.
1: Being at McDonald's for birthday parties as a kid, those are some of my most memorable birthday parties going to for friends or myself. I had a couple birthday parties at McDonald's. The play
8: place
5: yeah. or whatever they called it? Oh, the it.
1: cake. The cake mm. was awfully good.
5: <laughs> I just remember the giant yellow coolers that uh, were filled yeah. with the orange yep. elixir of the gods that, mm-hmm. that McDonald's the high used seat. to serve. Yeah, that but that, that stuff Icy, that if you never tasted like the shit in the can. No, yeah. I still drink it. They brought oh, yeah? it back. Oh, yeah, wow. It's it's orange high sea, but it's, I don't know, it's oh, so right, right, There's right, a, right. Um, a miraculous flavor to it that's not in any can of high sea well, have ever...
1: actually, McDonald's does have a purification system for their carbonated water. That's why their fountain oh. soda tastes so good.
6: Hmm, that
8: makes sense. Like well, if you go
1: to Burger yeah. King and get a Diet Coke, <clears throat> and you go to McDonald's and get a Diet Coke, they taste different. Hmm. McDonald's is way better because they purify their uh, carbonated water. And dun, 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 dun. well, they purify all their water. You
7: know. They purify all their water. Huh? They purify all their water. Yeah. 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 Not
5: their can, ice, though. <laughs> Remember the newscast, and you, Andy, you could probably find it. They, yep. this student went in and took toilet water from a McDonald's and then took a cup of ice from McDonald's. There was more bacteria growing in the ice mm. than there was in the toilet water.
2: Oh. Yeah. That's
5: why, and honey, that's again I've told you. That's why I do not order ice. It's not because I want more soda. It's because I don't want
2: ice yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah poo ice
8: yeah well people think because it's frozen it's got to be like sanitary somehow, but what they but... do
7: is they see they, and and as far as the food safety part what they're doing they're leaving the scoop in in there
6: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: and 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 that's your hands on that and things like that and those sort of things that's what contaminates that ice and it just grows in there very slowly all the time that probably the, the ice probably should be dumped every night drained yeah mm-hmm. hose down Dried, no, filled the next day. Probably mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yeah, it kinda happen. Yeah,
8: freezing doesn't actually kill basically any bacteria. It just all slows. it does is make it slow down, so it doesn't grow. Until you ingest
5: it, and your body heat reignites that. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right.
7: And of course, a toilet is going to be cleaner than that because a toilet has cl- toilet has clean water all the time, over and over and over. There's never not really nothing in there once the toilet goes. There's virtually no bacteria. Well, no, there's bacteria, but it's not the concentration you would think.
8: No. And they, I'm sure at McDonald's. <laughs> like they, your qualification, but it's not,
7: they not the as bad yeah, they, they would yeah. think. Well,
8: I'm sure they use some sort of formula that if you touched it, it would eat your arm all the way up to the elbow.
5: So. <laughs> For what? For the toilets to clean them. No. no. Oh, you don't that's think what we so? clean no. them at night.
0: That's Exactly. Right. That's,
5: uh, no, because you remember, <laughs> like your dad's fear—the splashdown. That's why he yeah. doesn't like the the mm-hmm. public toilets, right? Yeah. I remember that from KQ. He doesn't want to sit and poop mm, and have no, that water that's... splash on his butt. Well, you flush yeah. first
7: if you're worried about that. You flush first. That's clean water. It's water just right out of there. You go. It's like taking a shower. Man, you people worry about stuff. That- I don't
5: worry. I'll poop everywhere, anywhere, <laughs> any time of day or night. There's not a goodwill in the state of Minnesota that I have not pooped I don't in. worry about the splat. I don't worry about what's been on I even the just bathroom.
7: Take a shower. Take a shower afterwards. You're fine.
3: <laughs> take a shower afterwards. You're fine.
7: Clean yourself up. You're fine.
1: <laughs> Hose down.
5: Well, researchers behind the world's first living robot have found a way to make it reproduce by shaping it like Pac-Man. Uh-huh. Huh? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Scientists oh, 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 have created oh, 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 xenobots... That uh, they're the world's first living robots, and they found a way to effectively and efficiently form the bots to reproduce themselves on their own. The xenobots are formed with stem cells of Xenopus laevis, an African clawed frog, the cells of which have tiny little hairs called cilia to help them move around a petri dish. Scientist Sam Kriegman told Insider that while people may think of large industrial or metallic figures as robots, the term really refers to any machine that does physical, useful work. Craigman worked on the Xenobot uh, project, along with researchers affiliated with the University of Vermont, Tufts University, and Harvard University's Weiss Institute for Biologically Inspired Engineering. We tried to figure out what useful uh, work they could do, and one of the things that we came up with was to clean up the dish, Kriegman said. The researchers placed dye particles and silicon-coated iron beads into the Petri dish and observed the movement of the little xenobots, observing that they were piling up the debris Kriegman said he described the xenobots as bulldozers that move around and push stem cells into piles. Kriegman said his colleague, Douglas Blackiston, uh, then repeated the process by placing additional cells, the same kind that the xenobots are made of, to see how the bots would react. I said, oh, my God, that's amazing. What happens when they make piles? What do the cells become when they're piles? We don't know, Kriegman said. We found out by letting those piles develop over the course of a few days and then bringing them into a new dish and seeing if they could move. He added, and it turns out it's possible. This pointed uh, towards the piles becoming offspring of the stem cells, growing their own cilia and operating on their own. This is how AI takes over eventually, Ralph.
7: This that, isn't AI. You know, this I'm is just, gray goo, is what it is. This,
5: <laughs> this is yeah, this is like uh, you know,
6: th- this is
7: a semantics. It's not really a robot. It's a living form, and they you know, that's not a robot. It's not a mechanical robot that you think is a robot. It's not like the ones coming out of um, General Dynamics or anything. No, no, this is just it's just some cells why that they you, put together. It's why like, are, cells.
5: Why, why are you I'm so robot? Uh, Racist. Robophobic
7: yeah I'm, Robophobic not Robophobic I, 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 oh no I'm standing up for robots because oh, robots should, should stand on their own they're calling them a robot that's like you know what that was that's cultural appropriation yeah
5: <laughs> for You're the simple that's,
7: that's this that's is robotic. truly
5: microaggression because they're so small that's right there you yeah. go
7: there you yeah. go <laughs> Wait until robots hear about this and then get on on social media
5: Oh God have you heard about the crazy they had that uh, Twitter AI that you could talk to and it would respond. And after one day, they had to shut it down because oh. of the things people said to it. Tay, yeah. It learned, and it started threatening, mm-hmm. and it started making racially oh inappropriate comments. Yep. It, it, because the AI was learning from the people that were inputting to it, which were all the morons in the world using Twitter, and responding to it. And then it started threatening the lives mm-hmm. of They had to pull it. Yeah. AI uh, Her name it. was
8: Tay, and it was a Microsoft thing. Yeah. it was very, uh, It was very famous on the Internet for a little while there.
5: Oh. let's do this we'll take a quick break when we come back we'll we'll visit the world of crime and punishment we've got some really idiotic crimes that have happened over this last week we'll talk about them next here on the family
0: dan chesky's here from dan's Southside marine it won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water warmer temps and open water are coming soon tom we have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, premier avalon and manitou with more arriving daily what's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year dan
5: Welcome back to the cynical show that is The Family. So we're sitting here talking about Santa stories behind the scenes. All right. Uh, last week, I think, we were talking about OnlyFans. Ralph, do you remember that?
7: No, I, I don't even know what that is.
5: That is like uh, where the... the... <laughs> no, I've never subscribed to OnlyFans. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. We were talking about the fact that these online influencers were going from doing oh, sure. like, YouTube videos and, and photo layouts to suddenly OnlyFans, which are more adult in nature.
7: Yeah, They do both.
5: Right. Well, we're going to Collier County, Florida, for this story. A man and a woman in Florida, both with suspended driver's license, were hauled off to jail after they allegedly recorded themselves having relations in a trooper's squad car. The incident happened near I-75 last Thursday. The trooper offered to give the couple, Jordan, Noah, and Summer Watkins, a ride to a gas station so they could meet someone for a ride home. While in the back of the car, Watkins reportedly said, Baby, we should do an OnlyFans video back here. What if I blow your mind in the back seat?" She asked the trooper. The New York Post reported, I told her that she could not, in fact, do that, <laughs> said Trooper J.D. Perez Morales. do Yeah. Just for her to again allegedly ask, no, really, can I blow his mind back here? Shortly after I closed the door, Mr. Noah whipped it out and uh, Watkins Mm. bent down and began to blow his mind, Perez Morales wrote. Watkins can be heard saying, screw the 5-0, while giving oral dissertations to her partner. While Noah filmed on his phone yelling, can you all hear me? She's doing this in the backseat of a state trooper's car right now. There is a whole new level of stupidity in yeah. this story.
7: Yeah. what was it? You said Florida?
5: <laughs> I know. It's hard to believe, but yes, Florida.
7: Oh, that's it. Would, the next thing you're going to do is kind of you know, pull a gas gasoline tank out of a car and weld it shut. Mm-hmm. Or you know, fix a hole in it without yeah. draining that it. That makes so sense. That's, that's, yeah. That happens in Florida more often than you'd think.
5: This is crazy. When troopers searched Noah's vehicle, they discovered, I know it's going to be hard to believe, but they discovered drugs, guys. Wow, really? Yeah, there was the marijuana and codeine. Watkins was charged with lewd and lascivious behavior and breach of the peace. Now was charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of marijuana, breach of the peace, indecent exposure of a sexual organ and lewd and lascivious behavior. But who thinks, hey, we're in the backseat of a co- We should really make a, an OnlyFans video at this moment.
7: Unbelievable. Uh, just I, stupid, I didn't like the, the lighting. Stupidity, the, stu- <laughs> the stupidity of people or the uh, the lack of decorum or any, whatever you want to say, is just so sad. It's oh, just it is. pathetic. Anything for a buck. We'll oh, stay
5: yeah. in Florida for this one. A Florida woman was arrested Sunday after police said that she walked into a Citrus County home, undressed herself before hugging and sitting on multiple people, including several who were 65 years or older. Police say 35-year-old Heather Cruz of Dunlein walked into the Citrus County home through a side door. Once inside, she quickly removed her clothing, exposing herself before she grabbed and hugged the homeowner, according to police. She was friendly, at least. If you're going to have somebody break in, that's the way to do it. A drive-by hugging. (laughs) When, When Cruz was told to stop, documents say she sat on the lap of two other residents while naked, saying, you like it to one of the victims. Police say two of the home's occupants then attempted to remove Cruz and escort her to the front door. At that time, still nude, Cruz reportedly grabbed
6: hmm.
5: the uh, jewels of another individual and made several sexual remarks. When police arrived, Cruz was ordered to put on a shirt, but as accused of resisting officers, Cruz was then handcuffed, placed in the rear of a patrol car. I wonder if she wondered if she should knock out an OnlyFans video while back there. <laughs> yeah, right. When officers attempted to close the door, they say Cruz kicked an officer in the chest. More officers arrived, and Cruz was moved to another. Look at how many police showed up for a naked woman call. <laughs> well, we, ought, we better bring the whole group for this one. Good, get out of control. Cruz now faces three counts of battery on persons 65 years of age or older, two counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, one count of resisting an officer with violence, burglary with battery, exposure of organs, and battery. Cruz was transported to the Citrus County detention facility. How much do you think her bond is for getting naked and hugging and sitting on the laps of people in a house? Oh,
6: hmm.
1: Ten thousand.
8: Two
5: dollars. In Florida, yeah, it's probably like 150 dollars. <laughs> Forty-eight
8: grand. Wow, wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose she did assault an officer. That's not. Oh, Yeah, you don't want to give that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
5: It,
7: it's battery. So if she would have had a battery on, weird. No, was kicking
5: him in the chest. Remember? No, no, she was no, 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 no. But the no. old people, they, oh, charged. So,
7: so, they said that for people who were over sixty-five, if she just sat on their lap battery?
5: Well, I think any kind of contact is considered battery, but I'm not Technically, sure. Technically. Officer Dave, yeah. maybe you know. I don't know. Maybe if we, only we knew a good attorney that was listening to the show most days If <laughs> could call in if you, and answer if that you, question for
7: us. But if you if she sat on – so if you touch anybody, that's battery. It could be battery. It, it shouldn't could it be. have been okay, sexual then battery
8: that. at the very least, or did they not have that over in uh, Orange sexual, count? Citrus County?
7: Citrus Se- County. Is this another Florida? Oh,
5: of course it Citrus is. Citrus County. Of course <laughs> it is. is. <laughs> yeah, did, you, did you even have to ask, Ralph? it's florida
7: you're, you're using that did you did you log on florida blotter
5: no i go to the smoking gun.com for these kind of stories all the time but unfortunately they are populated and i will say this it's unfair to name them all as florida people because most floridians are transplants from someplace else that is true but they just get there because there's what no tax no state tax yep uh is there income tax i don't uh, think there's no, no income tax no in income florida tax. and uh like, 90% of the scam, well, I shouldn't say that, it's, I think, split between Vegas and Florida are, are two of the biggest scam states in the United what States. What mean, scam states? They can run those telemarketing scams, oh, yeah. I see, I see. all these different things to, to mm-hmm. you know, one of the scams, biggest scams I think I've ever run into is uh, Disneyland.
7: <laughs> well, yeah.
8: <laughs>
5: see how much they cost to get into Disney? What is it, Disney World in Florida? Oh, God, yeah. Disneyland in California. How yeah. much is it? Uh, it's. I think it's over 150 bucks for the day now.
1: It just went up. I think it's one, like, I want to say it's like 189 per person. And
5: Getting into the park gets you nothing. And you <laughs> you
8: get,
7: know yeah. what the problem is? <laughs> Mickey's been losing at the track. <laughs> yeah, really.
5: Well, God, I remember, God damn it, he didn't place again. We're going to have to kick up the prices, Minnie.
8: <laughs> I remember 20 years ago, the Simpsons made a joke. Homer goes to, you know fake Disney World, because they couldn't actually make fun <laughs> right. of Disney World directly. But yeah, he was like, uh, one churro, please. Uh, that'll be $40. <laughs> oh. oh. and it's, it's
5: much worse now, believe oh, yeah. me. Well, my kids went uh, five years ago. My two daughters went with my, my parents. And back then, five years ago, it was over 100 bucks to get in. And mm-hmm. they managed to get on four rides that day, because yep. the lines were so insanely long. And then if you want the VIP or the
2: Oh, Line Jumper?
8: Mickey Pass or whatever. Yeah, it's
5: it's even more insanely expensive. Yeah. So you kind of, if you live there, you have to have a season pass because you're really only going to get three to four rides a day.
8: We were just there two years ago, right before COVID started. And, oh wait, no, this was the year after. Yeah, this was last year we went there. And, yeah, even with COVID, even with what they alleged was a quarter occupancy or whatever, Mm -hmm. it was still like... An hour to get onto uh, the Peter Pan ride. Half an hour to get onto anything else. The uh, Star Wars, the Millennium Falcon, that was at least an hour.
1: Oh, I'd wait an hour for that,
8: though. That was probably... Well, the problem with that ride is that it's best with six people, because there's six seats, Uh six stations. you got two gunners, two pilots, and two engineers. Don't get cocky, kid. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't tell anyone the odds that day. But... (laughs) Because of COVID, it was one party at a time. So Uh I could fly the ship up and down or left and right, not both. And she could be left gunner, or right gunner, but not both. (laughs) So it kind of felt a little pointless because I was like, I was going left and right, but you have to dodge up and down too, but I couldn't. So we were just running into everything (laughs) and then everything on the left side of the ship, you know, you couldn't shoot. So
5: it's like, I don't know. You need to get your Falcon license. It felt really dumb. Actually, it says right here that it's only a hundred and nine dollars a day. That's all. Wow, oh, right. is that it? Yeah. The longer you play, Plus the, 40 the less you pay. And yeah. Then,
6: yeah.
8: And it's uh-huh. a it's
5: a, a hopper, so you can go see one of the other parks on that. But a hundred and nine bucks—that's still bloody expensive. It is. Taking a family to those places has just become.
7: People insane. are gonna. People are gonna want the e tickets back. Yeah. yeah.
8: <laughs> exactly. We went to Universal Studios too, and I liked that better. Because it was much less crowded, Mm -hmm. and we got to do, or we could have done more stuff had it not started raining. But the lines were a lot more reasonable, and it was a lot cheaper. We
5: Mm -hmm. did the VIP experience at Universal two years ago, uh, just before all the lockdown took place. Uh, Cassie came out to uh, um, Los Angeles with me for filming, and then we had a day off. So we, we went to Universal Studios, got that VIP treatment, got to the front of every line. we got to ride every ride at universal Mm -hmm. got into the harry potter area got to visit all of these things so we were always first to get in and then like i love the movie psycho and there's that bates motel scene oh sure and then they've got the house up on the hill and they actually pulled a tram up there and we could get out and take pictures in front of the psycho house and do so that was to me that was pretty cool yeah Yeah. then we did the warner brothers vip experience Mm -hmm. which is also cool but they don't have as much to yeah. offer do so they have
7: rides there no
5: no, no but it's no. like a yeah, tour yeah. and yeah. then they take you into places that normally you wouldn't get to see and it was it was pretty cool
7: yeah our house was only about five six blocks from warner brothers
5: oh really so it was just up
7: we were two blocks from uh the disney sound stages
5: wow yeah. we, were just, we
7: were just yeah we had, that's where our house was right right back we walked past warner brothers and universal well warner brothers all the time <sighs> just right past it
1: yeah it was really cool i got to sit on the central perk Couch. Oh yeah, from friends because they had the set, mm. and it they was, have the yeah. set
8: still together. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, for people sure. to oh. visit and take pictures and stuff like that, and just I don't know, it was awesome. I liked it, even though there were no rides. And it was wonderful. The, and they
7: used to have the uh, they used have the uh, what is the outside outside uh, set for at Universal when you go through there.
5: Oh the, they have the city where the yeah, back the, to the future was back filmed. Back to the and, future.
7: Well, oh, so many movies right. you can just there's just so many That's movies what we are saw filmed there.
5: Warner Brothers too, they took you on the lot and you yeah. realize how many yeah. movies from Universal have filmed on the Warner Brothers lot and Warner Brothers has filmed mm-hmm. on the Universal lot because they they just exchange it? Well, abilities.
7: they're adjacent. I mean, yeah. they are just yeah. kitty corner across a river. Yep. One's on one's on oh, the one side of the river the there's on the other side of the river and they're just kitty corner across Olive.
8: Well, it's like if we've already got a big cityscape set put up you know why not just rent it out rather than force everyone to build their own cityscape set
7: yeah mm-hmm. and paramount had the ranch up in that was in that was in Burbank up in Burbank was the ranch paramount had a ranch there that had all outdoor kind of things you could do things out oh that's cool oh it was a f- fascinating yeah Burbank is a fascinating <laughs> place it is a just way more intricate and interesting than than what many but skunk used to be there Oh, the skunk, horse used to be sure. there, and, and and they had their own airport, and all that. Sort of, there's just so many things. There's a lot of de- a lot of depth to what's going on there. I was in a went to a used used equipment store, used junk store in North Hollywood once, and there were they had a rocket engine sitting there, decommissioned rocket engine sitting with the with the bell and a bunch of the tubing still stuck to it, you know, sitting there. Hey, want to buy it? Sure, here you
5: go. So you've seen <laughs> a lot of stuff in your life. Yeah, I have. Have you ever seen this though? Oh, oh, oh no but, <laughs> like but passengers passengers were left feeling a little sick when they reportedly spotted a woman breastfeeding on an onboard flight oh heard according this. to a now viral message which appears to be from the pilot the woman refused to stop the questionable activity despite repeated pleas from the cabin crew now i can already hear angry moms and and lactation experts ready to email us let's finish this story though shall we Horrified passengers on board Delta flight air flight DL 1360 to Atlanta reportedly watched on in horror as a woman took care of her cat just Mm. a step too far as the woman would not put her pet back in its carrier, but continue to breastfeed her pet.
7: Her cat? Mm-hmm. Mm.
5: The pilot, demanding Delta's Red Coat ground team meet the customer after landing to reprimand her, an aircraft communications addressing and reporting system message reportedly from the flight crew read, requesting Red Coat meet AC PAX passenger in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when the flight attendant requested. The American Airline has experienced an 84% surge in incidents relating to emotional support animals just in the past few years, forcing them to tighten regulations. But unlike this case, it's usually the animal acting up rather than the owner. Rules state that passengers are allowed to bring their small dogs and cats in the cabin, but must stay in a case under the seat in front of them the entire flight. The phrase emotionally supportive has been interpreted broadly over the years, and in a statement, Delta said that they have seen comfort turkeys, mm-hmm. gliding possums, known as sugar gliders, snakes, spiders, and more taken on planes under the guise of emotional support animal. Over the years, a host of bizarre animals have been spotted, including ducks, turkeys, and horses Emotional support animals, of course, are different from service animals in that they do not help their owners with a disability. Instead, they just provide help for problems, including PTSD, anxiety, or depression. While a number of airlines are banning some emotional support animals, many still allow them on. In one case, an emotional support duck named Daniel joined a passenger who suffered PTSD. He was brought on board to help her when she is about to have a panic attack by putting his feet on her chest so that she lies down. Hmm. I well, want to know who figured you know what we should uh, we should try to train a duck to do this
7: yeah Yeah.
6: at
5: what point was duck ever in, a, yeah, they're in the they're not the smartest smart- animals So, yeah, right. you,
7: you know my, my my concern is this what if you're allergic to dogs
5: yeah, well that's why right. you have to keep it in the case under no, the no no
7: what, no you can't eat peanuts. Right. You should be able to have a dog or a cat on a plane. So I don't if you're think allergic people can, go into
5: anaphylactic shock from dogs. Oh, though, do they can. Really? Oh, they can. They it's very, can. very They're rare. But really so you can.
7: If you have an allergic reaction, you're at risk for anaphylactic shock. I when mean,
5: I was a very
8: young kid, I was allergic enough to horses that if I went anywhere near the barn, my arms would be covered in hives. Mm-hmm. So it can happen. I mean, I didn't ever go into anaphylaxis, but that's on, that's but a that's, step away. That,
7: but that's that's sort of that is the risk. So if you say, "Well, I'm allergic to cats," there are no cats on the plane? Are you who leaves you or the cat owner? Mm. See, I'm allergic to dogs.
5: Who leaves? Well, it depends. Do you want to be most wanted on the cover of Cat Fancy, December 2021? <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> well, <laughs> Delta, I can
8: tell you from firsthand experience, uh-huh. uh, you have to call in ahead. You have to book the cat. As a passenger, you have to pay a fee. So, if you are deathly allergic to animals, I assume you would tell the airline, and at that point, they would try to negotiate who's going to get on a different flight.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, so
8: have to do, you have to get. do this well ahead of time, and there is only, I think, two dogs and two cats per plane that's allowed. What the,
7: that's what it's supposed to be. Yep. But these comfort animals rolled. Mm-hmm. There, someone rolled it. I saw someone standing with a comfort animal, and that animal, this dog, was 150 pounds. <laughs>
8: St. Bernard, that's, uh, that's we, a lot no, of comfort. We know it's
7: some other, uh, some other Malamute or some giant dog, yeah, just a big that's dog. That's
5: excessive. The anger in your eyes.
7: Yeah, well, it's just, it's, it, what, what, you know, people would, you yeah, know. I'm Flying
8: with Hobbs was a big enough pain in the ass. I can't imagine flying with a Great Dane. Yeah. Well, I know,
1: and you would think, too. No, thank it's you. Like, it, the comfort animal is supposed to relieve stress. Isn't it stressful enough just trying to get to the airport? Well, if no, you you're a chaotic
5: person, maybe you enjoy watching everybody else go into spins. Yeah, which there you've you got go. In 2019, a miniature pony.
6: Yeah. Right, right.
5: Graced an American Airlines flight. The horse is called Flirty and even had its own Instagram and Twitter account. No, of course it did. Which is... Has a bigger following than all of our shows combined, which is really sad. The horse is called Flirty. Her owner wrote on social media, Once we got up to cruising altitude, she just took a nap and was very quiet. That being said, I'm going to keep traveling by car. It's just easier on Flirty. Flying will be reserved for emergencies and such. Where? It's and, and Flirty's just right in front, not under the seat, just standing in front of the passenger who had a window seat.
8: Well, well, let still, me tell but you,
5: much
7: room is there but that, but the that, seat- that's a hazard to exit the plane. Yeah,
5: you can't, well, and you not, not
7: have mention, on there.
8: let me tell you, horses cannot be trained to hold it. <laughs> they will simply go wherever they are, and if that's on a plane, it's gone. It Doesn't matter. Yeah. So I don't know if they put a diaper on the pony or uh, maybe maybe they did. I hope so because yeah, they <laughs> don't, don't they about don't care. No, there's
5: me. no diaper in this photograph. Oh well, that's no. a shame. Huh? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's bad enough when you have those people in the plane around you beefing at uh, 20,000 feet.
7: Are there any corks in the shot?
5: <laughs> no. No. All I saw was that poor little monkey trying to put the cork back right. in. Yeah, that's right. A Tesla fan has uh, been busted for a DUI after a rollover incident. A motorist who has a Tesla logo tattooed on his face. There you go. Was oh. driving a 1992 minivan when he was arrested Friday on a felony DUI count and multiple vehicular charges, according to an Illinois police uh, representative. Jordan Lindsey, 25, was behind the wheel of a GMC Safari that crashed Thursday evening on Route 83 in Elmhurst, a city 20 miles west of Chicago. Uh, Lindsey is uh, arrested on felony aggravated DUI account uh, since he was driving with a suspended license due to previous drunk driving conviction. He was also charged with driving an uninsured vehicle, driving an unregistered vehicle, failure to reduce speed to avoid a crash, and driving with a suspended license. Lindsay was booked into the DuPage County Jail from which he was later released on bond. He is scheduled for a December 20th court appearance. The Wisconsin native, well, that explains it, who lives a few miles outside of Elmhurst, has a pending misdemeanor disorderly conduct ca- case and a rap sheet with a multitude of vehicular convictions. Judging by his face, Lindsay is a Tesla fan, though it does not appear as if he owns one of the electric vehicles. Lindsay's main ride is a 30-year-old maroon minivan that seats eight and then got an average of 16 miles per hour. Oh, that's a lot of weird information. But, yeah, is the Tesla. Is it a Geo Metro?
6: <laughs>
5: the Tesla logo. But did the band Tesla have the same logo, didn't they? Mm-hmm. This guy looks like you would be promoting the, the band? Tesla band as opposed to, here, look, I'll hold him up
7: uh, for you. I don't know. if can't. I gotta get. You
5: can see he's got the green. Oh yeah, yeah. I mop see. top, blonde, yellow, yeah, Packer color hair. No, the Tesla band is like a globe with lightning bolts around it. Okay. Not the T. Not the T. Okay, yeah. So this guy's. I yeah. don't know that there's any product in the world that I would ever feel like I'd have that logo tattooed on my, my face. No, probably But he
7: not. may have. it's conceivable he may have made a mistake. <laughs> you
5: think? <laughs> you, you think
7: no, he, he, yeah. he, may, he may have liked the Tesla band? But he got oh, the It's wrong possible.
5: Logo. He does look
8: like Long, he would be the guy. Martin just that Google Mike. Tesla logo and yeah. pick the first thing. You know,
7: yeah, he, he, he go, <laughs> or he went into the. T- I like a Tesla thing on my face. I, I love Tesla. And so,
6: <laughs>
5: yeah, it's possible. Honestly, it's like that. No regerts tattoo. Yep. The guy had
6: <laughs> tattooed on his forehead. Yep. No
5: regerts. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back. Who's joining us in this hour? I'm sorry. Kristen Burt. Yes, Yes. Kristen Burt. Because Tim Lammers, too damn busy to talk to Dave Schrader, filling in for Tom Bernard.
3: Uh,
5: But we'll talk entertainment. We've got a couple other stupid crime stories we can shoot shoot the breeze about. We'll do that. When we return, you're listening to The Family.
3: Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You
5: mean like, there once was a man
0: from Nantucket?
3: No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruellest month,
0: breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No,
3: other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. JLo finally beat Dan Resch.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
4: Hey, this is Bryant's Up. Summer is finally here. And if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Welcome
5: back to the program. This is The Family with Tom Bernard. Tom is dealing with COVID, and we wish him well. He is uh, He's doing well, though, right, Andy, just so people are aware. He's oh, yeah,
8: hes he basically had a cold for a few days. He's just staying away at this point because he doesn't want to get anyone infected.
5: Right, and he's, he's had his two shots and his booster shot. So, thankfully, this was a very muted kind of cold. case. Yeah. Very muted case. Now joining us on the program, Kristen Burt. Hello, Kristen. Good to talk to you again.
9: Good to talk to you. I'm glad to hear the update on Tom as well. I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear
5: he's okay. Yeah, and uh, Alex and Catherine are just off today running errands, doing things they needed to yep. get done, right? So yep. they'll be back in, in-house in tomorrow with us. But I'm back. Yep, and he's here. Holding After down the a fort. month.
6: He's
8: That's a new, right.
5: new dad. He's a graduate. He's uh, surgery up. up yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> That's right. Oh, you're, you're put back together in yeah. so many ways.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that inguinal
8: hernia repair was a First week was pretty awful, but now that I've recovered and, you know, I can walk more than a block without the lower huh. half of me spilling out, you know, it feels it's much better. Yeah. yeah there's, wow. a,
5: <laughs> there's a definite comfort to not having your body parts. Yeah. I know I had a bad <laughs> hernia for quite a while and yeah, had it's surgery. Not fun. No, not at all.
7: Andy's whole now. Yeah. Yes, I am.
5: Well, uh, or Kristen, I'm lacking a hole that I shouldn't have had. <laughs> What's going on in the world of entertainment out there, Kristen?
9: I will tell you that the story I'm following today is an old one that is finally being dealt with. We will say it's the Jeffrey Epstein case. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, I don't know if anyone has been following this. She was the right-hand woman to to all of Jeffrey Epstein and recruiting girls, is on trial. The trial starts this week. And Mm. I'm so curious because there are so many high-powered people involved in this who's going to get named and today the pilot who um used to take all of these high power people around has officially named people that i think we already knew but he confirmed that donald trump was on the plane bill clinton was on the plane prince andrew was on the plane and kevin spacey was on the plane
5: well yikes well he's curious he's confirmed uh, we're still in the allegedly state though aren't we
9: we are on the allegedly, but this right. is what the pilot is saying Yikes. on the stand. Let's just put it, it that a, way. We don't know. They could have just flown on the plane. That's all we know right wasn't now.
7: Wasn't Kevin but. Spacey reprimanded already about yeah, for something else? he
5: did something bad a couple of years ago, I Well, remember. he's, yeah, for for many years, he uh, was uh, imposing himself on younger men yeah. in the Pratt. field. Mm-hmm. When he was, I think, in his late 20s, he, uh, I can't remember the young man's name. He's on the... Uh, He's on the Orville TV show, the the Um, Star Trek knockoff, and I I feel horrible that I can't remember his name. No,
9: Anthony. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's like
5: his first mate, the redhead. Oh, and when he was young,
9: Anthony Rapp.
5: Yes, Anthony Rapp. Wasn't he like thirteen when when uh, Kevin Spacey, you know, allegedly made his moves on the kid and created some problems. And then he would make make his way into bars, I guess, and he would get very physical, either touching men in bars or having them touch him. And so there's been a lot of allegations, Mm. but I don't know where we are with any of that stuff at this point. He admitted to
8: some charges, but I don't remember which ones. Yeah, And and the
9: court cases, um, one of the um, victims or alleged victims wound up killing himself, unfortunately, and then... Another one dropped his case kind of mysteriously. So my guess is that perhaps there was a settlement that happened behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. Um, but they weren't able to move forward with with criminal charges or anything like that. I believe that was a Massachusetts case. So... He's just Kevin Spacey comes out with a random video every single year right around Christmas time that's always a little bit bizarre and he's always in the kitchen cooking. So I'm expecting we'll probably see something in a couple of weeks from Kevin.
5: Mm. Well, going back to the Epstein case, what's uh, what all is being touted now obviously they've dropped some pretty big names but like you said, you know, okay, you you admit that they were on the plane, but did they see any illicit activity or were they just being flown because Epstein was a powerful man and knew a lot of people. He might not have let his predilections out to everybody that he hung out with.
9: Yeah. The the most interesting thing that I think that the pilot said, and I was just um, quickly reading up on this, is that after Bill Clinton went on the plane, those flight records were cleaned up a little bit. (laughs) And I thought, okay, that's interesting. Um, (laughs) Because they didn't want them to be made public. Obviously Jeffrey Epstein did have a lot of ties to the Clinton Foundation um, and was donating a lot of money. And um, it was Ghislaine who was Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend at the time and also kind of the person who allegedly was recruiting a lot of these young girls is the one who brought Clinton into the fold. She was kind of the tie between Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. It is Ghislaine who is on the stand right now um, for her participation in possibly sex trafficking all of these young teens, honestly. they, they were A lot of them were under 18. Um, we'll see how this plays out, because no one's really been held accountable at all. She's kind of the first one who's really being held accountable, because obviously Jeffrey Epstein either killed himself in jail or he was murdered in jail, depending on which version you believe of that.
7: And, and I guess they were they had little young boys down there. If if Kevin, that was his predilection, he was going down there. Did they were they providing young boys as well?
9: Well, and that's that's a question. It was Kevin Spacey um, going down to his island? I believe it was in Saint John. Um, it was nicknamed Rape Island, which is disgusting. But um, or was just Kevin Spacey hopping a ride somewhere? Because obviously, you know, did he go to Saint John's? Did he go to one of his homes in Europe? Were they flying around the U.S.? I mean, those are certain things that have to be answered, but. Um the pilot was just mentioning who he saw over the years.
8: Well it's a light plane. It probably seats like what eight, ten people? Mm-hmm. I don't think it, that could make it across the Atlantic.
9: So we'll see what, what all of that means. It was dubbed Lolita Express because a lot of the young girls would often go on the planes mm. with some of these high powered mm-hmm. men. Was it it's officially
8: called the Lolita Express? Or was that just I a nickname? That, that
9: was a nickname.
8: Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I it can't imagine officially- getting on a plane called the lolita express
5: <laughs> it's like you know you
9: would think this is that high-powered people would have better sense than to get on the lolita you
5: express. would that think
6: official name. i've <laughs> got a weird, you never know
5: i've got a weird question here i know there's international waters where just about anything can go right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're in a plane and you're involved in
7: international in, airspace yeah
5: international airspace does that kind of you know, is there is there kind of this gray area there with what is allowed and not allowed? And I well, while we were flying over, this girl was seventeen, but we flew over Georgia when they engaged in sex, and and seventeen is uh, the the right age. I I just wonder if there's going to be any of that weird kind of. Well, hook.
8: I think the laws of where you took off from apply until you land. Yes. I could be wrong there, but I believe that's how
5: it works.
1: That's how it is with a cruise ship.
5: Yeah. Unless you're carrying marijuana. Yes, then Because <laughs> you then can go from you. a ma- medical marijuana state of uh, Illinois and fly to California, medical marijuana state, and you're still considered trafficking drugs. Well, but mm-hmm. as soon as
8: you land... You are now subject to California law. That's that's the thing.
7: But but you were on a federal transport, right?
8: Federal transport. There you go. Oh
5: yeah, Yeah. crossing crossing, Mm -hmm. airspace. So it's weird. I just twisted. Do you think, Kristen? Are we going to ever get any serious answers? And you know, is this woman giving names of powerful people? uh, You know, is she going to get a free ride? Is is her exposing this going to end up kind of? diluting this case because we have to wonder you know is she is she throwing people under the bus just to get herself out of trouble how, how do you think this is gonna play out eventually
9: i don't think she wants to throw anyone under the bus honestly and from what i understand and i um interviewed vicki ward who was who was an author but she used to be good friends with um Ghislaine. and i know that she just said she doesn't want to throw anyone under the bus because she's also scared for her life i think she believes that jeffrey was murdered in jail mm-hmm. and and thinks that the same thing will happen to her if she throws out all of these names and i would have thought that she might have taken a plea deal but she thinks that she did nothing wrong and this is why we are here at the trial at this point and we've got more cases to go with this too i, I think um you know virginia roberts who's the the person who brought forth the civil case against prince andrew and the uk really won't touch this at all the uk doesn't want to touch the royals whatsoever um and you know, they've been trying to serve Prince Andrew for the the case in New York, which is a civil case with Virginia Roberts, and he's ev- been evading them so far. So I think that this is going to be a really interesting kind of time, but it, if you look at it, the Royals are kind of just basically <laughs> hiding Prince Andrew out of public view. He's no longer a member of the senior royal family. He doesn't go out there and do public events anymore.
7: So so nothing's new in the royal family. I mean, this no. sort of... This, this sort of uh, uh, whatever you, whatever aberration in in conduct that you can imagine has gone on and been historical in, in all royal families. So you know they're just turning a blind eye. Thinking, oh well, this just happened. It's just we're royal. We're we're above that.
8: Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh,
9: absolutely. No and and uh, she's can, yeah. um, Queen Elizabeth. Prince Andrew is allegedly her favorite son. So of course, mm. you know she's protecting him. I mean, she's ninety-five years old at this point too. Mm. It'll be curious to find out if Charles becomes king, because obviously Queen Elizabeth's not going to be around forever, um, if there's less protection there. Because that's his brother, but I don't think that they're as close as the Queen and and Prince Andrew.
8: The thing about the royal family is that they don't have any, well, much codified power written down as law, but they have unlimited money, they have unlimited fame, and they have a lot of de facto power, And that is definitely good enough
7: to corrupt. Secondary power, tourism power, Mm -hmm. we control the tourism dollar. I mean, I I just think I I found that the royal family has always been so terribly corrupt and bad, all the worst things you can imagine, you know, just god-awful stuff. It's just terrible stuff and no time for them at all Mm -hmm. for me.
8: Well, if you picked, took 100 people and gave them each $10 million dollars, I would bet that 95 of them would go immediately into a self-destructive spiral because that's just people can't handle that kind of power. I would and like money, to try. I would <laughs> like to give it my best to not go into the spiral. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah.
7: Yikes. Yeah, and one of those 100 people will have everybody else's money yeah, you know, exactly. after about a year
8: yeah. kind of thing. People can't handle power. They're just not designed to be extremely powerful because we're ultimately small creatures who live in a very large world that we're not supposed to have control over. Well, it's a dark, bleak place we live in, huh? No, only the Atlanteans are supposed to have that kind of That's time. right. Until you can <laughs> b- breathe underwater, I'd like to see you try. Well, yeah. but, LA County Sheriff. But that's Sheriff.
9: also why you see um, the current, you know, royals that are working, like Prince William and Kate Middleton, they're trying so hard to modernize the monarchy and make it look like they serve a purpose. Um, Obviously, I think they do for tourism dollars and everything else like that, but they're actually fighting kind of against Meghan and Harry, who also, you know, are back here in the United States and kind of winning the publicity war, which is so it's really fascinating to watch them go back and forth across the pond over like who's the most popular royal even though Meghan and Harry are no longer senior royals
6: mm-hmm.
7: yeah no it's it's Hollywood has taken over the royal position oh, uh, it was Kennedy's yes. for a while then it's now it's Hollywood Hollywood is just mm-hmm. just a, taking it all I mean in, in the the only place that they're the only place that the royals are important are in England aside from that you know what's the point
5: I don't know I know a lot of Americans that are just enthralled with anything royals yeah. that
7: is true yeah.
9: Uh, yeah. they, I, I will tell you in terms of articles and videos uh, on the entertainment trending side, it you, can, you can't write enough about Meghan, Harry, Prince,
8: mm-hmm.
9: uh, William, Kate, any of that. You, you could write 20 articles in a day and all of them will be popular.
8: Well, a lot of oh, Americans wow. have this very like, you know, they hear about a queen's and prince's and that kind of thing. And they go right back to five, six hundred years ago.
7: And age five or six.
8: Exactly, they it's all still very magical and foreign to them. Even though in reality, I mean, these people, they're going into their palace with their smartphones and their laptops, and they're just like anyone else, just very, very rich. But you know, people expect the king is going to you know be riding his horse. Well, there's more to it than that, Andy. I mean, they have to fight dragons and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
7: (laughs) As opposed to cutting up watermelons with a saber. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
5: (laughs) L.A. County Sheriff raided the home of Marilyn Manson yesterday. Oh, yeah, he's in trouble, too. Yeah, Yeah. uh, in the sexual assault investigation, Marilyn Manson's home was crawling with detectives from Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department related to the ongoing sexual assault investigations. Uh, According to TMZ, law enforcement sources tell TMZ that the Special Victims Unit detectives went to the Shock Rockers' home in West Hollywood early Monday morning executing a search warrant We're told Marilyn was not home at the time and law enforcement forced entry with a warrant in hand. Sources also say the search warrant is in connection to the ongoing probes into sexual assault allegations against Marilyn Manson. And police have seized media storage units, including hard drives, which will be reviewed before the case is submitted to the Los Angeles County District Attorney. TMZ broke the story. Cops started digging into abuse allegations against Marilyn Manson back in February, meeting with one of his alleged victims. And as TMZ has uh, continued to report, Manson is accused of locking women in a soundproof room in the home, something he allegedly did to punish them. Mm-hmm. Manson was uh, has denied the allegations, and sources connected to his legal team say are they cooperating with the investigation as well.
3: Wow.
9: And if you read any of the um, victims, uh, their statements, a few of them have put articles out or on social media. It is brutal
5: and it's not yeah. just unknown fans or or you know people ad- evan rachel wood is one of the mm-hmm. uh yeah people. and uh,
9: game of thrones actor esme bianco she right. also came forward she's the one it, i think it, right
5: now that they're investigating the information on yes right
9: and yeah she has a, a suit filed in federal court that mm-hmm. she was i think sexually physically and emotionally abused by marilyn manson
7: Hmm. Does did, 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 did he have any power to move your career along or anything like that? Was there any?
8: He used to, I'm sure. Huh. I don't know about today. I, did he do what's production? the last yeah. time he was, like, in anything. anything? Yeah.
7: Yeah.
8: Huh. Well, he's still got a lot of money and a lot of fame, so, you know.
9: He was just out, like, two days ago having dinner with Kanye West, so it's just So <laughs> it's Kanye's strange. not real worried
5: about the claims either, huh?
9: No, clearly not. I mean, Kanye feels untouchable, I think.
5: Well, I think there's a certain level, and it's sad to say this, but there's a certain level still of let's see this thing to the end before we all jump on it. Because we have seen that there have been celebrities that have paid the ultimate Mm -hmm. price for crimes and things they did not commit and are just being bullied and targeted. But Hmm. you also have to give credit to these women that they're coming forward to tell these stories, and we've got to... You know, everybody deserves their day in court, so should we just continue business about usual until Marilyn Manson is found guilty of the crime or speculate and kind of cut ourselves off from those people?
8: You're, I, right, you're right. I you're couldn't right. get more cut off from Marilyn Manson, uh, so <laughs> my opinion's
5: irrelevant. Which is weird, because he wanted to know if you wanted to come play poker this weekend. He's got this soundproof I mean, room he thinks we'd be good from,
6: in.
8: Aside from that room, good it's God. the soundproofness that I
7: like. It's not Marilyn himself. Oh, yeah. The soundproofness would be great. You oh, God, get some rest Dience. in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is
5: great. Sleep like, like a baby. baby at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What else have you got for us, Kristen?
9: Um, well... Movies. I think what's really been interesting about the box office is that we are still way down from mm-hmm. 2019 um, numbers, although they're in recovery, which which is good news. And that, um, but I think that just like Broadway, it's going to take several years before we get to see those like big, huge 250 million dollar you know box office weekends right. happening again, um, just because. There are people that are just hesitant to go back and sit in a theater with a bunch of people that may have COVID, may yeah. not have COVID. Everyone has different levels, I think, of comfort right, right. now, and I think I, that's what we're seeing.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, I, that, that's exactly right. And I and the, this idea of streaming, streamings, you know, broadband, you know, broadband uh, brought virtual office, broadband brought uh, streaming movies. You just know, too convenient. It's too convenient to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Make some popcorn. Take a leak. You know,
5: yeah, really. It's the only true. movies I go to theaters for now are big blockbusters. You know, if it's a superhero right. or a Star Wars movie, I want to see that scope. Yeah. But everything you else, need that resolution, yeah. right? I can just watch on, on. Yeah. But you know, Kristen, do you know how they explain this? Because they're like, well, this weekend, this movie opened up on Netflix, and it did the equivalent on Netflix of a fifty million dollar opening weekend. How are they? Do you know how they're working that math out?
9: Well, Netflix keeps on saying they're changing their metrics and how they're looking at things Mm -hmm. and how many people are viewing. And so until all the streamers are transparent about their numbers and ratings and however they're measuring them, because they're not – I don't think they're all measuring them equally. It's not like a Nielsen rating straight across the board. Mm -hmm. So we're never really going to know. Um, But they can always take a look at, I I think for some of the newer streamers, they can definitely take a look at signups. Are people subscribing specifically to watch a movie or show? And then are they staying? And and that's always the big deal because I'm someone (laughs) who will jump in and out of a subscription. If I know that like a TV show that I want to watch is fully out, I can binge the whole season. I'll just stay there for the month and then I dip out usually. Um, There are certain streamers I stick with all year round. But do I need a Peacups? Peacock subscription right now? Not really. Paramount plus no.
5: Yeah, we're doing we're doing that with Dexter. Uh I waited for the first three episodes to come out, then I took their two month ninety nine cent a month trial. And then I'll be able to watch all eight episodes of the new Dexter and then cancel the account. And I is think a lot Dexter? of people are doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're Dexter's smart, you're being strategic
9: about it because huh. it's you don't need another $300 cable bill the way we used to yeah. have right. 10 years ago. So that's exactly what we're doing, too, in our household. You know
5: what's funny, though, Kristen, is watching the pushback from people. You know, I, I've had a TV show on Travel Channel for the last two years, and they went from Travel Channel to the Discovery Plus streaming service. Mm-hmm. It's 5 bucks a month. With commercials, seven bucks without commercials, people are ranting and raving. I'm not giving another seven bucks. I'm already paying for travel channel and on my cable. And I'm like, Well, take a look for you can get a thirty day free trial of Discovery Plus. Get it. You'll probably realize everything you watch on cable is under this Discovery Plus umbrella. So for seven bucks a month, you could probably get rid of your cable. And yeah. um,
9: I cut the cord almost a decade ago now. Yeah. I've lived without cable for a long time.
5: Wow. There's so mm-hmm. much garbage. And we, we got uh, the YouTube um, mm-hmm. TV for, th- uh, you know, through this uh, uh, football season. Then we'll cut the straps on that as well. So I'm just using it in chunks to watch what I want to watch and then get rid of those services otherwise. But people, a lot of people are very determined, but I've, here's been the advice I give to people, call your, your cable company, tell them you're not satisfied with the price you're paying and you want to cancel. It's amazing to me how many times I would have like $150 a month cable bill. And then they go, well, hold on, Dave. Well, you know, we actually have this deal. I yep. can give you all the channels you currently have plus 18 movie channels and we could not just charge you $108 a yeah. month. So I said, do that, have them reassess. And then mm-hmm. the seven bucks you just saved, Use it to get Discovery Plus, and you can continue to watch these shows. And there's so much pushback on that still. that well, And I think that's because everything is under a subscription base, podcasts, yeah. TV shows, movies. You have to have this to watch that and that to watch this. Well, it's all very
8: complicated, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. People like the idea of just like, okay, I've got cable, I've got it all. Whereas yeah. now it's like you got like seven different subscriptions running. They're all billed at different times, you know. It yeah. is does feel very unnecessary at times.
1: Well, one thing I'm interested in too, because like Disney Plus, when a movie would be released, they would release it in the theater, but like on Disney Plus, you can also watch it at home for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. What is the? I mean, are they making more on the streaming for thirty dollars per movie, or people going into the theater?
9: They've made a lot of money um, for from charging that thirty bucks. On Disney Plus at home. Absolutely. And I will, for a family, let's say you have a family of five or a family of four, $30 and then being able to have your own snacks Mm -hmm. at home and the kids are there. You get it for 48 hours, I think. And you have the ability for the kids to watch it multiple times. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, if you go to a movie out here in Los Angeles, the kids' ticket's gonna be like 10 bucks. So, you add that up, that's going to be well over $30. You're going to have a $100 day out at the movies versus a 30-day dollar at home, a 30-day movie event at home right. for two days.
6: Well, yeah. not to
8: mention with theaters, what's happening is the uh, production company is selling these reels to the movie theaters, and then the movie theater is selling you know time slots to see those reels, basically. Whereas with the $30 on Disney+, that money's going right to Disney. So Disney likes that deal a lot more.
9: There's no middleman anymore. Mm -hmm. And and another thing you have to add into um, the mix, and this is happening in certain cities, there are vaccine mandates now. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to show our vaccine card in order to get into the movie theater. So for some people who decide not to get vaccinated, that's their choice, but now they have a great option to be able to watch this at home without having to worry about all of that too.
5: We have to take a quick break. We'll come back. Kristen Burt continues right here on The Family.
0: Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate. When you list with Shift, it's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Cell.com. That's Shift, the number 2, Cell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks.
6: You know,
1: Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah.
0: weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11, 15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will, too. Continuum weight and Wellbeing: life beyond weight loss mode.
1: Have you ever seen well, look at Welcome my back to mind.
5: the show. This is The Family. Tom Bernard Thomas, all dealing with covid continue to send him good thoughts prayers and well wishes he is doing well and should be back on the podcast next week i think he's back to kq morning show this thursday right uh that's what i hear all right so uh if you're looking to keep up with tom that'll be the the most recent update we have uh we've got Kristen burt online right now you were talking about the movies and i know there were some places you wanted to go with that as well Kristen. where do you uh what, what other points did you have regarding the current state of the state with uh with motion pictures
9: Oh, motion pictures. I, I think it's just going to be, as we were saying, and Broadway is seeing the same thing. It's just, it's going to take a couple of years. We're seeing just a more fickle box office. And I think you made a really great point in saying that you're picking and choosing what you're deciding to go to the movie theater to see. Where, I, And I think I'm in the same way. I think, like, is this a movie that I can watch at home my home theater? Or is this a movie that I want to go and have that full
6: Movie going mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm.
9: and that's exactly what's happening. West Side Story. I want the full movie going, experience. Right. I want the big sound, I want the big picture. That's exactly the way it should be seen. Um, but if you're going to give me like a small indie film, something like Licorice Pizza, which is out right now, uh, I, I can watch that at home. I don't need right. to go to you the theater. You watch it on your
7: drink. iPhone, yeah,
3: that's
7: <laughs> true. What, whenever yes. you Whenever you stream a movie, do you get uh, all of the Atmos sound and things like that in the information? The so if sound, if it, yes. So, if usually. you have an Atmos sound system or big giant Dolby sound system, mm-hmm. and if you have a high definition screen at home, you know, that's 8 by 12 or whatever the standard movie size yeah. is, uh, do you get that information so you can, in essence, reproduce it in your home like a theater?
8: It's usually, the sound is usually included. It's encoded in there because oh, okay. yeah. audio uh, encoded into video, it's. A tiny fraction of the bandwidth, right, right. so they can they can encode the they could encode twelve channels in there no problem, and it would barely add to your bandwidth at all.
5: Right, because that's what they're actually streaming in theaters. It's not reels anymore, right? It's they're getting the usually download. it's digital. Yeah,
8: yeah, but, not always. But usually, depends on primarily. the theater.
7: But will you get the same resolution?
8: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it depends. It's it's hard because with a reel, you can't really call it resolution. Because it's 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 basically like analog video, okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas you know with digital, it's actually like you got a set resolution and everything. But the resolution compared to a reel is it's you can't
5: really tell the difference these days. The big problem I'm having is these blockbusters that when you go see like Shang Chi, Mm -hmm. right, and the Legend of the Seven Rings. What a gorgeous movie! Ninety-eight percent of it's CGI. When you watch it at home on TV, and I haven't yet, my fear is when I watch these blockbusters that are heavily laden with CGI on TV, it doesn't translate as well, and it looks more cartoony on my TV Mm -hmm. than it looks on the big screen.
8: Well, one reason for that is because every TV these days is smart. You can't get away from smart TVs, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. And a lot of these smart TVs, they'll have built-in things that are on by default. Like frame interpolation, which means it'll add frames in between the frames to smooth out the motion. But then that ends up making things look more like a video game than a movie. Mm. Uh, you can go in and turn that off usually. It's in like advanced picture settings or <laughs> double, something like yeah, that. Double advanced, yeah, right. <laughs> double Exactly. Yeah. So in other words,
5: we can pay you to come to my house and <laughs> yes, fix it for exactly. me. Sorry.
8: But you would not believe the amount of processing they do so much they do color processing they do frame processing they do all this processing to make it look better but then a lot of people like you they go home they watch things and they're like this just looks weird and it's because it is weird because it's processed right <laughs> and
5: it looks more flat it's that exactly, two, yes. 2D dynamic to the to the CGI that in the theater you can lose yourself in it
8: well the flatness is usually due to the contrast ratio of the screen um, movie contrast ratio that's the difference between like the lightest light and the darkest dark mm-hmm. you know, uh, if there's not much of a difference it does end up looking like a Polaroid picture because the color is just not there and if you want really good contrast ratio you're going to be spending thousands of dollars on a TV unfortunately so that is where movie theaters are going to be beating out any TV except for people who have the money to spend $3,000 on a top tier TV
5: Well, Kristen, I'm curious. Uh, I'm excited to see it. You've got to be even more through the roof for the Steven Spielberg West Side story. That's coming out on December 12th? December 10th. 10th? Yes. What's the buzz on this now?
9: Uh, well, I think the, the exciting thing is that this movie, um, they filmed it the summer of 2019. So, wow. So uh, it was delayed, of course, by the pandemic. It was supposed to be out last Christmas. They are bringing it out this year. I'm curious to see. I have several friends in the film, and oh. it was also filmed during the hottest summer on record in New York City. Uh, the big America scene, they were outside in about 110 mm. heat with 100% humidity. You know what New York City is like in the summer. It's hot if you've ever been there. And smelly. Um yeah, and smelly. The garbage smell is something special. <laughs> so, um, so I'm curious to see how, how it all looks. But um, Rachel Zegler, who plays uh, Maria, is everyone I know who's seen the film. The, there was a screening last night that I missed. Um, just said it's absolute, she's absolutely spectacular and just kind of a, a star-making turn. So I'm looking forward to seeing that.
5: Was this a movie that needed to be remade? I mean, the original is so amazing.
9: It doesn't let's be honest it doesn't um but obviously it is steven spielberg's reimagining i think people will have to have some issues with it i don't i heard it's not a perfect film but i heard rita moreno singing somewhere is is the magic of the movie i didn't realize so
5: she's back in this movie
9: she's back in this that's awesome
5: wow yeah
9: so And I heard that that is, like, worth the price of admission. So I think that that's, that's kind of great. And, and the choreography, Justin Peck, who, um, former dancer at New York City Ballet, has become a choreographer, really um, did a good job at giving you um, glints of what Jerome Robbins did with the original choreography and then giving it a modern spin. So I think, I think there's some good things to, to go and look at there.
5: I'm also hyped by the fact that they've announced that they're doing a Wicked movie. Oh.
9: This is another one that's been long delayed, right. but we are finally getting the Wicked movie. And I mean, it's gone back, it's gone for, on for so long. Originally, they thought that Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel, who played the original roles of Elphaba and Glinda, were going to play it in the film version. And now they're too old to play it. So.
5: Right. Well, <laughs> Away we go. You know, what's interesting to me is I think what's held it up from making that leap was now that we've seen the success of Maleficent and Maleficent two and Cruella realizing that we can, we can take the demonized characters and flip that story on its ear. And really wicked was one of the first stories that did that. Uh, the author of the book created a few different book series. One was called the, uh, uh, it was about Cinderella's stepsisters, but it gives you a different look at their stories that they weren't really the bad guys, and well, it's it's an interesting aspect of of whoa, the whoa, case.
7: Well, what are they trying to turn a heel into a, a heel yeah, into a baby face. Right, yeah. baby
5: face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. oh, but geez. it's, it's the, with I will tell you, Wicked the book was really amazing because it gives you the backstory. Yeah, and you find out why the Wicked Witch is so wicked, and I I was like when they were doing a Broadway play, that book is filthy. I mean, there's, like, sex scenes, there's all this crazy stuff, and the the and the play ends differently than the book does. But they crafted such a great thing, and I went and saw it in Chicago when it was uh, first came out, and it was such a beautifully made and funny, charming musical that I can't wait. I, I, I'm very excited to see what they do with this, and and uh, I just hope they don't mess it up.
8: Can you imagine I, being I told that you're too old to play The Wicked Witch of the West?
5: Right. Well, she like, I know a, she's a younger she, she witch. She's
8: a
9: teen,
5: but yeah. still. She's at like university in oh. this movie. She's at Monster yeah. University. Yes. And, uh, yeah. they're, yeah, it's kind of like a Harry Potter for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're at this magical school, and that's where Galinda meets Alphaba, which I thought was a great name, too. They finally give a name to the Wicked Witch. Okay. And, right, you know, it's
9: not Wicked Witch, it's Alphaba. And it's right. just, it's, and, and uh, Cynthia Arrivo's playing Alphaba, Ariana Grande's playing Galinda, and, um, I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. And, and, you know, Mark Platt, who not only produced the Broadway show, but also is producing this movie, I, he, he wants it to be a good movie. He wants to make a lot of money. He's already made a lot of money off of it. But I think that'll continue.
7: Well, can I interject something? Here? Please.
5: That's why you're here.
7: I, w- I was in Las Vegas this past weekend. Uh-huh. You know, and when you're in Las Vegas, what do you say? Let's go do some arts thing. Right. Would you say that's let's good? Let's go see sure. some arts thing. Right. So. Someone, someone said, "Hey, let's go see this Van Gogh exhibit." Mm-hmm.
9: Oh yes, the interactive one, right? Oh
7: yeah. Did you see it? We, we did. did.
9: It's yeah. here in L.A. I haven't seen it yet, but I've had a lot of friends who have gone and enjoyed it.
7: How interactive? Because
8: that guy was messed
7: up. So this is. Did you go see it? <laughs> no. Go,
8: Cassie so, so, and I
4: went
5: and saw it.
7: Okay, so you go in there, right? So you walk into. Is it what? So I I saw it at, uh, Cosmopolitan. It was there, and and they you go in, and it's a ballroom.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. that they put white screens around all the walls. And they're projecting these masterpieces that they've done this sort of cheap animation to. Mm-hmm. So I walked in, I was watching, and I go, what's the point of this? Well, I, I'll tell you what they, the point it, is. Well, well they, they missed a point, too. Uh-huh. So I'm watching this, and I, it's, it was like you know I had had too much absence. You know, it was, it was just just a bizarre kind of a thing, and it was their interpretation of this sort of stuff, and, and it just faded stuff in and out, and the music was god-awful. It's like the beginning to the, the music was just, Encyclopedia, It was just, you, you would think that they would use, they would have used, they did use uh, pictures at an exhibition for one little segment, but the rest of the music, I'd never heard of. It was just bizarre mm. music. Now, maybe it was music of the time, period music that matched the time that these were done, I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know. Well, that, I
5: agree. I will tell you on this. I thought it would have been intriguing to listen to modern rock music, oh, well, Bowie, oh. something like that behind some of these. I agree with you on that, but that would have been an expensive venture. I yeah. took my two daughters and wife to go see it. Yeah. Um, oh. and, and here's what I liked about it. There are a lot of children today that will not grow up appreciating art because they're so used to the cataclysmic visual spectrum that you see in movies and on videos and in, in mm, TikToks. Yeah. You need something big. And I thought that it was really great for that because my daughters mm. both kind of were kicking stones when we walked in. And uh, I can't remember the name of the place we saw it here in Minnesota. But I got a Sunday night ticket and it was the late night Sunday night ticket so I got it for 40 bucks a person. Yeah,
7: well, And uh, I think they're normally more.
5: 65 to to 100 bucks a, a uh, ticket. They're
7: discounting all of them.
5: I went in and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great because they do use the entire floor-ceiling walls Uh in the spectrum. So I liked watching the girls be won over by art. It was a new way to translate mm -hmm. art. Well, one
8: problem with art uh, these days is that when you hear about famous art Mm -hmm. in the news, it's like, you know, dumbass throws paint at a wall and sells it for $50 million. Mm -hmm. You know, guy tapes a banana to a wall. They're going to see that and they're going to be like, wow, art is really dumb and I don't care about this at all because they're not exposed to actual masterpieces. That's right. They see the dumb pop culture money laundering side of art. They don't see the actual like, you know, these people that spent 30 years learning how to hold a paintbrush just right so they can make the like this photorealistic stuff using just, you know, oil and pigment which is very, I very different.
9: This I'm going to add another layer to all of this. and I actually appreciate these exhibits because mm-hmm. there are a lot of families that aren't going to be able to fly to Paris and take oh, yeah. their kids to the Louvre. And This is why the recent taping of a lot of Broadway shows, Hamilton's a good example of it. I know they did it with the Diana musical. They're showing up on the streamers. A lot of parents can't even take their kids to New York City to see Broadway shows or even go when the tours are here. It's mm-hmm. just too expensive. So I love that it's exposing them to it and it gives opportunities because there is going to be that kid that's going to fall in love with art and take art history and then hopefully get to go and see them in person or get to take that trip to New York City or fall in love with musical theater. So they serve a purpose. I mean, but Ralph, I'm sure you're someone who has been to a thousand art museums and has a real appreciation for art. And so an exhibit like this probably doesn't serve you well. Well,
7: I just saw Masters being sort of well, let's put it this way: My television ads did the same thing. We took the, the the three graces of Reuben. We did exactly the same thing 25 years ago with really elemental animation mm-hmm. on the thing. Mm-hmm. So, to so that's our television commercial did that. So, when I'm seeing this, I go, uh, "What's the point here?" I mean, th- that's kind of what I saw. So, you know, maybe I was being a little too cynical. But the the point. But spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The thing that they missed on this, which I thought would have been just beautiful, rough, rough. But beautiful. At the end, they have uh, they have a self portrait, self portrait, Van Gogh self portrait, hat with candles. Right. Mm-hmm. And they started out with that a little bit, but at the end, they have the four candles and they have the animation of the of the of the flickering flickering the flickering, burning, flickering, right, yeah. the flickering uh, flames. And they they blow one out, the second one out, the third one out. When they blew the fourth one out, that was the end of the show. They should have had a gunshot. Uh uh-huh. Like because I said, he was kind of messed, messed up. Well, yeah. well the, the, no, it's not messed up. That's that's the actual history. Well, the he man was messed up. That's a commentary on depression, mm-hmm. on how bad it is, and we lost this guy, this great talent, because of that. And at the time, there wasn't good treatment. Well, I don't think we got great treatment now because we're still losing people all the time. But that, I, I, if they would have done that, that would have been hardcore. Well, that well, would have been today. Been hardcore. They would have
8: gotten put on thorium and not made any art, not killed himself. He would have just been. Sitting in a bed for 60
5: years. Yeah, slit staring at a well, wall. Do you yeah. remember Yoko Ono re- re- released a video to or Saturday Night 90. Live? And it was a music video and ends with John's broken glasses with blood splattered yeah. on them and a gun, the gunshots. And people despised her for that. So I think that the people, some, and I get what you're saying to this, but I think there's also this level of escapism. I want to go there, I want to show my girls the yeah, art. Definitely. I don't necessarily need to show them.
7: But well, they never, but they never, they never would have appreciated that.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: It did not have to be, you know, it did not have to be, uh, you know, ear shattering. It could have been just a soft shot because he shot himself out in the field. And no one right. was around. I mean, I would have. And then so that plays to the people who do understand a little bit of the history and the poor man.
5: I, I will tell you, there's one thing, and I showed my daughters this when we came home. And this, bear with me as we go down a weird sci-fi trip for a second here, Kristen, but there's uh the the tv series doctor who that relaunched back in i think 2005 um during the tenure of matt smith as the doctor there's a, a beautiful episode called uh vincent and the doctor where he goes to france and encounters that there's this invisible monster and one of the only people that can actually see it is van gogh right mm. and so there's still this silly sci-fi element to it but it starts with them at the at the museum looking at the paintings, you know, Amy pond and him looking at these paintings. And then they notice in one of the paintings of the church, there's like this monster painted in the window. And he asks the curator, when was this painted? And then he uses the time machine to go visit. And they find out this story. Well, you see, they do this beautiful portrayal of Van Gogh in the sci-fi realm. They do this tortured version. They don't pull any punches. They let you know how fractured he was. And, There's this beautiful scene, and everybody, I've I've said, just watch it. If you've never watched Doctor Who, never, everybody's walked away with the same sense. But there's this great scene at the end, where he brings Van Gogh to the future, and walks him in because this guy's like, nobody wants my paintings. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't even trade him for a drink. They're they're worthless, and he takes him to the future and asks the curator, "What do you think of Van Gogh? What do you really?" And this guy just goes in, and it's Bill Nighy, the the actor, beautiful. Dissertation he does about Van Gogh and how important he was, and you watch the character playing him just start breaking down, crying. That there is an appreciation from the future. It was one of the most eloquent and beautifully done series, and a great way to use time travel. That hmm. really, that struck a chord, and you could see it affected my daughters as well when we watched it. But I was, it did give you that visage, and they end up with the same story. And he's, you know, they're they're sure that by showing him this, you know, his his companion says. He's, we're going to go see this art exhibit. There's going to be hundreds of more paintings, and they get there. Nothing's changed, and he still committed suicide. And and uh, the doctor's like, you know, some people are just on that path, and no matter what you do, you can't get them off it. But it was a beautifully done show. So anybody out there listening that wants to see something unique and and bring a, a, a fascinating perspective to it is a Doctor Who episode called uh, Vincent and the Doctor.
7: Wow. Mm-hmm. So anybody wants to add to their pop culture Van Gogh, uh, you know, uh, library. There it is.
8: Episodes like that always make me wonder when you, like, you fictionalize someone who actually existed. Mm -hmm. It's like, how would you feel 150 years from now, they have this TV show where they go back in time and, like, they're proving ghosts exist, so they talk to this fictionalized version of Dave Schrader. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's it's the, it. It is the year, you know, twenty one seventy. They go back to twenty twenty one, and they're like, "Oh, Dave, we have to find some ghosts, and you go on some ghost busting adventures with this <laughs> TV show character." I wonder how you'd feel about that
5: if you were able to see it. Which... Uh, here's here's what I think. I think it's great in the sense, like, As long the guest we had to... on yesterday who talked about their book that they wrote, where they mm-hmm. incorporated time travel into yeah, the movie. Yeah, we had it's a similar guest life. yesterday on huh? and. It's bringing old art, old classics. It's bringing somebody's name to the foreground that might have been forgotten to time. So I think it's interesting. It just depends on how they do it. I mean, if they depict me as some kind of glue-sniffing moron, of course it would <laughs> yeah. break my heart. But if the fact in 150 years I'm still relevant in any way that somebody feels like they should revisit it mm-hmm. and expose people to the work that this person did, I think that's kind of uh, that's a neat homage. But again, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a form of immortality.
7: Yeah. Time, time travel and Christmas carol boom right seasonal yeah mm-hmm. there was time travel with the ghost so
6: mm-hmm. yeah.
5: very cool stuff uh just got a few minutes left together Kristen. any other uh cool topics you had to throw out to us
9: uh just one big we were just talking about las vegas big news today adele is heading uh into las vegas to start a 12-week residency beginning in january so uh, anyone who's an adele fan i imagine these tickets are going to go very quickly
5: Prices are so obscene yeah. for some of these shows.
7: Whoa, 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 whoa. How much does it cost to go to a Broadway play?
5: Well, I know, those too. That's why I was, when when yeah. Hamilton was scheduled to come to Minnesota last year before the everything was broken down, my girl said, Dad, can we go see Hamilton? I'm like, sure, I can afford Minneapolis Theater. Then I go in there and look, the cheap seats were 250 bucks mm. per person. Well, well, I'm well, like, well, I can't afford a grand to go see a Broadway show we've watched for free on Disney+. Plus. What are
7: the cheap seats at the Viking Stadium?
5: I don't know. I don't go to those games.
7: Anymore. What are the cheap seats? Oh, I, what are the cheap seats at SmackDown? One of these wrestling things, right?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're fifty dollars. Well, I know, but like I, I think when the Stones were here, one of the cheapest tickets you could get was two hundred bucks to see the Stones.
7: Well, the, the live performances command that because it's just there's a. There's well, they're a not making
5: money anymore on their recordings. That's right. Nobody's well, buying the grand, records.
7: There's a grandeur to it that that, that that you pay for. Right. You pay, when you go see a musical. You know, when there are, that is, that's different than watching a movie. Well, there's I mean, a lot of overhead th- involved th- in every yeah, production. Or as a
8: movie, there's, you're paying the tech to hit play. So, you know, yeah, it does make sense.
7: Yeah, the, you,
8: But it is, you, you know, not a lot of people have a thousand bucks they can drop to just, no. you know, go watch yeah. a musical for an hour and a half.
7: Yeah. Well,
1: it, I do have some breaking news. Okay. Uh, the Foo Fighters are coming to Minneapolis, but... They were supposed to perform at Huntington Bank Stadium, but the stadium refused to follow the band's request for their COVID protocols. So right now, everything's on a hiatus, but they're trying to find another venue quickly. I think it's supposed to be this weekend. So if you have Foo Fighter tickets in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, just hang tight. I'm sure they'll contact (laughs) you. But yeah, it's blowing up on uh, social media right now because people are freaking out that bought tickets because they went on presale and they can't find out where they're supposed to go now.
7: Hey, weather's nice enough. Go do it outside. Be, a, you know, if you're going to play hockey outside, go see the Foo Fighters outside. Yeah, you're Minnesota,
5: you're hardy. Mm-hmm. We went to see Springsteen on Broadway and you had to have a COVID card. And prove that you've you know tested negative. I think within seventy two hours, and there were all these different things you had to prove before you could get into the show. And he even was the first
7: the puppy, show, even if he had puppy shots.
5: No, I'm saying those were the two options. You could either show your vaccine card, or you had to show proof oh, that you you passed the and COVID then, clear in the last seventy two yeah, hours. Yeah,
7: well, that, if, you, if you had the shots, you'd still be COVID positive, right? It, but in France, you got they have a passport or a visa to get into all. You have to have that to get into restaurants, get into venues. That's we all that they just right got. Too. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh really? In LA that's the way it is now.
7: So is a yeah. state it's a state run system or state run deal?
9: <laughs> um LA County.
7: Okay. So LA County, not maybe not the whole state.
9: Correct. Okay. It's um, if you go into Orange County, you, you don't have to show um, proof of vaccine the way you do in LA.
5: Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well that wraps it up for today's program. Kristen, thanks for coming in. Good to talk with you.
9: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
5: That's gonna do it. We'll talk to you on Monday
0: with the family. <laughs>